With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to the Road End Podcast, where each week we will speak to a new guest, get to know them, and talk all things Liverpool. Hi everyone, welcome to the Road End Podcast. I'm pleased to say today I'm joined by Chris Khan. Chris has a huge YouTube following and has appeared on Features for Lab Bible in that famous heat of video with Ty, which I'm sure you'll all know about. He has features for 90 Minute Football and also the Big Six show. Thanks for joining. How's things, mate? How's the YouTube? How are you? I'm good, mate. Thank you very much for having me. Absolute pleasure, absolute honour. Brilliant, brilliantly timed, I must say, on your part. We just spoke about an hour ago, did we? Or a couple of hours ago and we managed to get it on there. But, you know, uh, obviously, because of the circumstances, uh, a lot of people had a lot of free time on their hand today. Um, so we thought, yeah, let's get it on. Thanks very much. That's what it's about, isn't it? Making the time when you've got it. Absolutely. Tell us a little bit about you. How did um, how did the content come about? What made you get involved with the likes of YouTube and getting it out there, basically? Very simple. Nothing exciting. I'm sorry, but it was just a basic. I love talking football. I love talking. It yeah. starts from there, right? So I love talking. When you love talking and then, you, then you've got a passion for football and then you've got on top of that passion for Liverpool why not put it all together um the more the merrier try to create a little community talk to more and more people exchange opinions and thoughts and I've always been even when I started off just on Twitter basically like a few hundred people and it just I, I just got an email one one day from a company called Triple Eight they just wanted to do a apparently they'd been monitoring my Twitter account which is scary enough as it is like whoa yeah calm down there mate monitoring my twitter account then you <laughs> automatically start thinking what the hell have you been tweeting do you know what i mean yeah. i thought I, t- I told the missus delete all my tweets delete all my tweets i've got companies monitoring my twitter and i was like it was all fun and uh, i realized later so they just put me up against um, a famous man united fan called rants and bants rants rants and bants something like that back in the day this was about three years ago four years ago um just a one-off sort of battles where you sit opposite someone and the question was, who's the bigger club? Liverpool, Man United. And apparently this guy was a very experienced, uh, whatever you want to call it, debater or yeah. whatever, you, whatever, whatever the term is. We just sat across the table, filmed it, um, had loads of fun. And next minute I knew it was going viral on YouTube and so many pleasant, pleasant replies and comments saying you handled yourself really well, especially someone for a first time. And I wasn't even nervous. I'm not going to lie to you. It was all studio cameras and everything. And I got paid for it. And I was like, wow, this is like a doddle to me because I love Liverpool. Yeah. We are the best. We are the biggest club in the world. What what can go wrong? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's where it started from. And then just slowly but surely just kind of started getting into sort of podcasts, small podcasts, helping out others. Um, going on their shows and then yeah 90 minutes approached me and said do you want to work with us and that's where kind of it really kicked off and ever since I've been with 90 minutes now I uh, work with them and then just recently just I thought I might as well make my own YouTube channel why not because when you've got your own thing you know what it's like your times your your you know comfort whenever the family allows you kind of things you know yeah, and you can yeah. do one of those ones so 
and that's it, mate. Honestly, there's nothing else. It's just a it's just a wonderful time in the last couple of years, especially being a Liverpool fan on top. So, yeah, it's just it's just grown from then. I'm forever grateful to the support. Considering it blew up, I assume that's where the fire in the belly come from. Then you're thinking. I could do this more. I'm getting paid for it. Why not? Do you know what? Can you imagine? You know how many times we talk about sort of footballers and say how privileged they are? Yeah. Like, oh, I'd play for Liverpool for free. Or, you know, like they're, paying, they're getting paid loads and all they're doing is playing football. Imagine that life. Well, you know, lo and behold, here I was suddenly, like, according to my friends and family, absolutely talking waffle. But getting paid for it at the same time, it's like, what What more does a normal person like me want? Like, I'm literally, and I am, I'm still am, just a normal fan like everyone else. But I love speaking about my club um, and I love it. I can speak from morning to night about it and, and, and then at the same time have opportunities that sort of help me make a bit of pocket money on the side. Why not? It's an absolute dream and honour. It's like, you know, then you realise these people, yeah, they're, they're absolutely privileged and, and good luck on them. That's sort of where I got the the buzz from doing this. Um, I can talk about football all day, but not just football. I can talk about Liverpool all day. And I don't really get a chance to where I work because the people I work with aren't into football. Now, that that seems a bit illegal to me. <laughs> I need to have people around me Weird. that I can talk about. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's. I mean, each to their own. I completely agree. So I thought the time that I'm getting spare, it'd just be nice to actually let it all out. Let, you know, speak to people who've got the same passion, want the same out of it, and they could just sit there all day and talk about it. Do you know, shall I tell you when it re- this kind of sort of fan media really kicked off at the start of the COVID year? Mm. Because what happened, right, was we couldn't meet up in pubs, bars, clubs, cafes, right, coffee shops, couldn't even meet your mates, yeah. couldn't go out because we'd, we'd like... You know, social gatherings were so so important part of my life. Like I used to love meeting up with mates after work, and and you know what, chat football. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's all we know. Yeah. All we, do you know what I mean? So what happened was obviously that came to a very abrupt halt that year, and then obviously from there people started realizing other ways or working out other ways to communicate and talk football, like you said, mm-hmm. uh, and that's where these kind of channels, fan media, podcasts, YouTube's all kind of I think kind of exploded right and yeah. uh, we took it to another level and you know out of all the out of all the horrible horrible things covid brought i guess this is one of the consolations it brought kind of a new new community i guess yeah i'd say so yeah because like you said the opportunity to meet up with people just wasn't there and if it was it was either two meters or behind the wall you know it was one of them where in and out so you didn't get nicked <laughs> Mental, absolutely, yeah, exactly. Back garden job, do you know what I mean? <laughs> you know, front door security, darling. <laughs> we're having a, we're, we're meeting some mates talking about football, not allowed to. Do you know what I mean? That's it. Uh, that's yeah. it. So mental, in terms, mental. Yeah, it is. It, I mean, it has been, and it's sort of it's having a bit of a mental day today, aren't we, with the whole uh, yeah, Queen situation? Yeah. In terms of Liverpool, then. So, what's your earliest memory as a Liverpool fan? And I know that's it. It's either a difficult question to ask, it's an easy question to ask, but for you. Yeah, look, with me, it's a it's a weird answer. People always tell me it's a weird answer, and I don't think, well, I don't know, it depends how you take it, it depends how you feel about it. A, it gives my, it usually gives an indication of my age away, and I have to mention <laughs> it, but it's not a problem. I'm good for that. Um, so, yeah, look, just coming home from school one day, I think it was school, uh, yeah, school one day, and then coming home, putting the TV on, because you've got to remember those days, 
all kinds of footballs on TV. It's uh, Heisel, yeah. uh, the 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 disaster of Heisel, and obviously you you at that age you don't know what the hell is going on. Mm. You know you're just seeing all sorts of you know images on TV, and and uh, my parents went into football, so I couldn't even ask them what is this. But I just I had a vague I had a vague love for football at that age already. Yeah. No team, no nothing, just watched football. And then you and then you find out the team is involved. And then obviously one's an English team, one's an Italian team. So you, your affiliation goes with the English team. Mm. My general support started from there, like sort of following them because, mm. you know, it was there in the news and everything. Obviously, the most horrific situation and scene is not a joyous scene to start your affiliation with a club. That's why it's weird when I tell people the story. But yeah. there's no point in making it up. You know, the beauty of it is telling the truth in these kind of situations, right? Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, I went absolutely in love with them when John Barnes joined, basically. Uh, John Barnes joins Liverpool, and that's the start of my love affair. My favourite, favourite player. Probably, possibly still. I don't know if we might get onto that later. But, yeah, since then, uh, you're talking, wow, yeah, 85, 86, around that period. Um, and then just the love and affection just grew and grew and grew until now I, there's not a day literally like literally in my life there's not a day where I don't speak about this club which is quite amazing if you think about it yeah completely agree in terms of on a daily basis I'll always find a way there's always it's a true. way there's always a way in any conversation whoever you're speaking about something about Liverpool gets always brought up and it just yeah. shows you the, the size of our club as well really Do you know even I mean? if it's not us because we know that everyone likes talking about us Absolutely, absolutely. The bigger you are, you know, you're going to be talked about. The, 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 you know, it is what is mentioned in every walk of life. It doesn't have to be sport related. Sometimes, just for example, just telling, oh, where was you last? You didn't come round. Like, there's a family function. Oh, I was in Liverpool. There you go. You know, even like that. Oh, what was you doing in Liverpool? Oh, I went to visit a game. Oh, of course you did. You know. Yes. Yeah. It happens in family, even family gatherings. Like, oh, you didn't turn up to. You know, I was, I was in Liverpool. You know? Sometimes it's a good thing. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> With your time off then, obviously we've had the European game with Ajax, which was a lot more like us. It was a lot more yeah. like us. What have you been doing with your time off then? Have you been getting more out there in terms of the league games, such as we, you know, we had the Chelsea game, what was postponed? I, I'm one of these, unfortunately, saddos that watches all kinds of football. So when Liverpool's not playing, I'm absolutely sad, heartbroken. But it's not the end of the world because mm-hmm. I love the game of football and because of the work I do for 90 minutes, I've got to watch other games as well. Yeah. Um, even though I rep Liverpool for them, but I, I we still have sort of content around other clubs and and, and, another, and another football as well. So yeah, I've been catching up on, for example, the Madrid derby. Wow, what an yeah, occasion! Geez. What a what a game! Yeah, I mean, watching Madrid play, just my god. Uh, at the moment, they're probably the best team in the world. They most certainly the best team in the world, and they're showing it. They're absolutely wiping the floor with teams, and they're not even playing brilliantly. If you listen That's to, it. or if you if you listen to Madrid fans speak, they're just warming up. Apparently, they're only um, going to get better with that forward three. Yeah. Oh my god, and that midfield, you know, yeah. Um, it just shows you how amazing our scouting network is. We knew Schumann is the only one for us. But do you know what I mean? We get criticised for not getting over the line, and look, there's nothing we could have done. He didn't want us, and no. that's it. That's the that's the that's the that's the reality of it. But it just shows you we know what we're fucking doing in part of my oh, We definitely. know what we're doing. We know what we're doing in the market. We highlighted one of the best young centre midfield, and he's proven it. So, 
I get so sad watching him play like the other night. It I'm the same. He looks some player, doesn't he? He's one of them. Oh They've slipped God. through the net. I'm sure through the net. we'll find another alternative who can be just as good. That's just hope. Absolutely, I mean, absolutely. Jude. Yeah, exactly. But look, this guy along with Jude would have been just yeah, just, just seven, eight years. Just kick future, back and relax. Kick back and relax. Just watch them to own the midfield. And obviously with the Yelly and Jones as well, you know, oh, suddenly the outlook would have been so much more rosier than some people make out. You know, so, mm-hmm. but yeah. So yeah, look, generally just catching up with football around Europe, um, catching up with, I haven't watched much TV. So obviously football consumes my day and night. Yeah. I don't watch much TV. Honestly, I haven't watched much TV. So I just literally asked Twitter actually the other the other night, what's good to watch these days? <laughs> like what's good on Netflix? I mean, last thing I watched was probably the end of Game of Thrones. And that's... that was over a year ago. Maybe more, yeah. I, I don't think I've started anything since. I think with, oh, with I'm with you on that though. And and like if I'm not watching football, I'm probably watching Sky Sports News or something like that. Or just sitting yeah. there swiping on my phone, Twitter, football, and trying to plug this pod and things like that. It does it, it just takes over your life, doesn't it? But I probably wouldn't have it any other way. And I, I wouldn't have it any other way. No, 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 of course, of course. It is what it is, and we love it. And you know, as we've said before, if you if it's something that you enjoy and it's a passion and then it becomes your job, wow, just just be thankful and go with it. Oh, I'd love to be in your situation. <laughs> oh, mate, and I'd be, and, and you know, and it's, it's one of those ones, and I'd love to be in the position of someone who's doing even more than me and better than me. It's just like, you're so lucky to to sort of do this. And But yeah, look, sometimes, it, you know, you, you've got to thank your lucky stars and yeah, thank but, the Lord. You know, you know, there's, a re- it's, it's, there's a reason you're in that position. So, you know, people have clearly monitored you, as you said, freakily enough. But, you know, my God, yeah, <laughs> you're in that position. And like you said, many people would love to be in this position. So to talk about football every day, what more could you want? Especially when you're just passionate. Yeah, look, yeah, exactly. My friends, like they always tell me, we always knew, we always knew you're going to do something football related. Because even like college and as a kid and uni, just, you know, I didn't do much in my qualification studies because just football, 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 football was part of my life. Like I'd like to think I'm... I, I know more than I, 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 I'd like to think I know a little bit about what I'm talking about mm-hmm. as opposed to just pure waffling and hence why you know I'm, I'm so blessed to be working with so many yeah. platforms but but it's it's humbling it can be humbling but it can be equally as vicious and with 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 with, with certain sections of social media as well yeah. but it is what it is it part comes with parcel. the territory mm-hmm. part and parcel Dom you put yourself out there you put yourself out there you put your opinions out there some are going to absolutely vilify you for them and rip you to shreds for them. And some of them are going to agree. And that's what it is. For this season, obviously, we had the amazing start, Community Shield, and we all thought, okay. And then we had a few little, you know, a few little weird performances that we don't expect, let's just say, from the club, from the team, from everyone associated with it. I noticed against Ajax that we had a lot more desire. Um, and I think that was the biggest thing for me. The first few games, we sort of lacked either that extra 10% or the effort. I couldn't pinpoint what it was. It just wasn't good enough. So after the Ajax performance, I'm quite encouraged with things, but what are your expectations for this season? Yeah, pretty much the same as you, Dom, basically. Um, and you hate to question the desire of a Jurgen Klopp team. You mm-hmm. hate it, especially these set of lads. Like, they've shown us things that we haven't seen yeah. for years, like literally for decades and decades, and just brought glory back to our lives. So 
to suddenly question their desire and hunger is the last thing you do. Yeah. You know, you can maybe question other other parts and I don't want to get into it, but but you don't but you don't question their heart and desire. That's one thing they've shown in abundance. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I know where you're coming from. There was something missing. Mm-hmm. You know, fatigue, mental, physical, whatever it was. But like you say, Ajax was much more like it. I was again I had the pleasure of being there and, and the atmosphere was much better around the team, the ground, the fans. You could see a steeliness in their eyes. Um, the players and you know it, it definitely helps when you've got the likes of pretty much a new spine coming back to the team yeah. in Matip, Tiago and Jota I mean which team wouldn't like to welcome them back to the fold Agreed. and not only and not only in terms of their talent but in terms of their game intelligence I mean you couldn't pick more intelligent players than Matip, Jota and Tiago. honestly you couldn't people underestimate the game intelligence of Diogo Jota I mean, he's not the most technically gifted footballer in the world, but I tell you what, there's a reason he gets in so many positions is because of his game intelligence. Yeah. I don't need to speak on Matip and, and Thiago's game intelligence. It speaks for itself. Suddenly you feel a bit better about yourself. Suddenly we feel a bit better so about, about our future going into the next couple of months. Just want to get the players back, Dom, and hopefully injuries just stay f- effing away from us because yeah. that will be absolute key to our season, I feel. I genuinely feel we can we can achieve a lot of our targets still once we get everyone fit and ready again kind of thing and you do need luck like last season we did we did have luck with injuries you know and I think that's why we went an amazing run in everything because of the, the squad depth and I think a lot of people forget that but our coach and recruitment team probably if if, if there's a mistake made they probably felt fell for it that mm-hmm. the same players would remain fit do you know what yeah. I mean like and maybe they shouldn't have and maybe they should have but it is what it is now. We, we, we dealt the card we've got now and we have to just get on with it. Well, as you mentioned before, there's pretty much a spine coming back into things and there's yeah. a lot more to come back into that squad as well. Now, that's when you look at it, isn't it? When you start seeing the likes of, when you see Thiago on top of his game, like you said, you don't even have to question or you don't even have to talk about him. He speaks for himself. But just having him on that pitch, it just makes everything that 10 times better to watch, doesn't it? You just relax, don't you? Everyone yeah. around you knows that top dogs here. Do you know when you're even at any walk of life, any business that you're doing, any work, you know, your colleague, when you know the top colleagues here, the top workers here, the top whoever, salesman's here, the main man is here, you kind of, there's two ways of looking at it. You kind of relax and your performance improves as a result. Mm-hmm. Or you want to do better and impress him. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So either way, it's a win-win situation, right? And yeah, you could see it. Fabinho, who I've been critical of, and people have said, oh my God, Chris, stop this agenda. And I said, agenda for what? I want agenda because I know how good Fabinho is. That's my agenda. My agenda is I know Fabinho is one of the best DMs in Europe. And at the moment, he's playing like dog shit. Mm-hmm. That's my agenda. No other agenda. I want him to get back to that level. Suddenly, we saw a better Fabinho. Suddenly, we saw a better Virgil. Suddenly, we saw a better Trent. And it emanated throughout the whole team. You know, each one of those players, whatever position they played in, their compatriots on that side and that area of the pitch suddenly were better. Jota had Diaz and Salah, who were far better. Thiago had um, Fabinho, who was suddenly better. And and, and Matip had Virgil, who was suddenly better. Do you know what I mean? So the connections were back. With Matip, for me, I don't think people realise how good he is because he doesn't get spoke about enough because he's got the colossal verge next to him. Now, for me, I don't see many players like him in... Never mind European, well, football, he can bring a ball out the way he does. And just the calmness he's got. I used to be worried when I seen him have this little dance on the ball. Yeah, yeah. But it's part and parcel of his game. Now, when he does it, I don't feel like that anymore. I just think you're going to take two or three on it. 
But it's amazing because look, you're spot on. I used to think exactly the same. I was like, what is this? Yeah. Like he's going to get found out in the Premier League. He needs to fix up. And then what happens? I can probably, with the help of you, I don't even think we could think of five incidents that we can remember that led to goals from Matip's foolhardiness or whatever you want to call it on the ball or, or laps the daisy ball on the ball. I can't think of five. I can't even think of one at the top of my head. Maybe there's an odd one or two. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Where he's come out of the ball, got caught and we've got... But how many times have we know, and I bet you we can't even, on both of our hands, sort of... Uh, our, both our hands are not enough to mention the amount of chances he's created or Agreed, goals. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So it's a, you know, it was such a relief, wasn't it? That goal that he scored and he brought it out on a one two and then buried it. That was what we've been hoping for for years. Leeds, oh, what a goal. What a goal. We needed one of those to end up in the back of the net and brilliant. It just made it look so easy, didn't he? Yeah. Do you know when you see the old black and white highlights of sort of uh, Franz Beckenbauer doing it and Bobby mm. Moore doing it? We think to yourself, well, sod them. We've got our very own Joel Matic, mate. I, I, I genuinely think, do you know if he had an 80, 90 million price tag on him? He'd get talked about more. But because he was a free transfer, you wouldn't even know he exists. I used to get angry and frustrated by how much he doesn't get rated. I can't give him. I'm just no. so happy he's ours. Yeah. Honestly, I love it. I just, we, we got him for free transfer, as you said. I think he eclipses James Milner as best free transfer for Liverpool. You know, and, that, and that's tough because I love James Milner. Yeah. Love James Milner. But I think John Matip probably eclipses him and that's some going. It is. Uh, the two of them. Free transfers, I tell you what, the two of the bargains of the Premier League, aren't they? In futures to come, when people think, oh, that must have been some defender. I wonder how much they bought him for. And people turn around and say, free transfer from Schalke. Like, yeah. Free transfer from Schalke. I was like, wow. He's just exceeded he everything, you. hasn't he? Oh, and more. Yeah. And more. We asked our guests to choose their ultimate five-a-side team who they've seen live playing for Liverpool. Let's find out what they said. I like to finish with the ultimate, well, your ultimate five-a-side team. So this is a case of players that either you've watched growing up or also players now, just across the years of what you've seen live for Liverpool. Wow. Okay. You didn't give me much time to prepare for this. So it's going to be <laughs> off the cuff. I'm probably going to I'm probably going to forget some absolute gems, but I tell you what, I'm going for a surprising goal straight away. Oof. Everyone's going to assume Alisson. So in a five-a-side, I want my keeper to be brilliant with the ball and Pepe Reina is the one I'm going for because I thought Pepe Reina was literally like literally the Edison version like what we had he was brilliant with the ball at his feet and I know people forget I know people remember him for the last season or two but he was magnificent at times yeah. for us brilliant goalkeeper Do you know he also had that spell and um, I can't remember what game it was when he came into centre mid so he was clearly valued with the ball he was indeed mate honestly he was class on the ball Alisson still gives me the shits. I'm not going to lie, Dom. Every time the ball goes back to him, he gives me the shits. I don't know. He gets away with a lot and it looks like he's all knows what he's, he knows what he's doing. Yeah. But he just still gives me the shit. Um, all right, five aside. So what are we looking for? We're looking for one defender, right? <laughs> it's got to be Joe Matip. I'm Love telling that. you, bringing out the ball, come on, people are going to try it, think he's a defender. Well, he will stop you because he reads the game like anything, like one of the best readers of the game ever. And then he'll just suddenly, because five aside is all about everyone's everyone's got one man to mark. And you just try yeah. to stay with them. Well, good luck with that if Joe Matip's getting the ball. Telescopic so, legs. <laughs> telescopic, yeah. So Joe Matip goes in there straight away. Tiago. Look, this is fantasy, right? I'm going to go for it here. I'm, there's not much. Oh, shit. 
shit, am I going to leave Stephen Gerrard? I'm, not, I'm, <laughs> I'm not, so not, glad you said this. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not leaving him out. I'm not leaving him out. I can't. Oh shit, it's too hard because the other two. How can I leave out of a five aside? Do you know what I mean? All right. So Suarez is already in there somewhere, yeah, right? So you've got Suarez somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know where. Wherever Suarez is in there, I'm going to have to leave out Mohamed Salah. So I'm going to leave out Mohamed Salah. I'm going to have Suarez, Matip, Stevie G. <laughs> what do you do with the other Tiago? Tiago. Well, Tiago, but then I'm thinking Sadio Mane probably or, or would be one of the best five-a-side players you can possibly find. Now, this is why but, I love um, this part of it. And let's not forget Sturridge in his prime. Right. Unbelievable finisher. <sighs> 13, 14, he was the best player in the world, like along with Suarez. Top three strikers in the world. I can't remember who, I can't give a shit who the others were for the other teams, but we had two of the top three. I'm going to go with Stevie G, Matip, Suarez, Pepe Reina, and then Thiago Alcantara. He's stuck with it. I love it. I tell you what, can you imagine that? Matip at the back, Thiago and Stevie G, and then Suarez up front. We have been spoiled, haven't we? We have. We're missing Bobby Firmino. Can you imagine leaving Bobby Firmino out of a five-a-side? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you ask players and they say, who's the most skillful player in training? Everyone says Bobby Firmino still. Can you imagine exactly. him on a five-a-side? It'd be absolute pleasure to play with him. <clears throat> but yeah, that was one hard question. But yeah, I think we've got them here. Not bad. Everyone's different outlook. It's just great. Isn't yeah. it? it's, it's great that you've been spoiled that you know with that many players that you've, you haven't even named a few. You, you can't could. even argue. Imagine, imagine you picked a five-a-side and you didn't pick none of them. No one would argue no. because they're all brilliant and magnificent. I think you know? the, the certainty could... in every team seems to be Stevie and Louis, Louis Suarez, because has to be. That's you know they're the best, in my opinion, they're the best players I've ever seen. Suarez is the best player I've ever seen live um, over a consistent period in front of me, and Gerard's just Gerard. I don't even have to give any reason for that. He's just he was everything, wasn't he? Superman, our version of Superman, literally our version of Superman. Um, and people forget some of the teams he played in when they're comparing Ugh. other players to him. Honest to God, people forget. People don't know about some of the teams. The, 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 the younger generation just thinks, oh, Kevin De Bruyne, oh, wow. You know, Yaya Torre, wow. Don't get me wrong. Absolute magnificent players. Magnificent players. What? In a magnificent squad. <laughs> in magnificent squads mm-hmm. and some magnificent coaches. Yeah. I mean, Stevie G played under some, well, we're not even going to spoil the end of this pod by mentioning some of them. But yeah, Stevie G was our very own, literally our very own Superman. Yeah, his back must be absolutely killing nowadays from yeah. carrying that team. <laughs> and now he's carrying this awful Aston Villa squad as well. Now, my God. Uh, do feel for it. I won't keep it any longer because I know you're a busy man and you've got work that you need to do as well. But I'd just like to send a massive thanks to you for coming on at such short notice. Um, it's been really good to get to know you. It's a nice, calm presence on the pod. And no, it's been it's been brilliant, mate. It's been an absolute honour. You don't need to thank me. It's been it's been very very pleasurable. And as I said, uh, like minded Liverpool fans, when you we can talk to like minded Liverpool fans, what better? Yeah, I'd just like to wish you luck with everything that you're doing as well, because like I said. It's great to watch. It's great to listen. Um, but it's also good to listen to people who actually know what they're talking about because there's too many out there who don't. <laughs> I appreciate them. And as I said, I appreciate that a lot, man. Thank you very much. Very well, nice I'll speak to you. to you soon. Definitely, definitely. 
Thanks to everyone for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to follow our social media, twitter.com slash the road end pod, and also our Instagram page, instagram.com forward slash the road end pod.